0: We celebrate you. Welcome to Lofty Heights Christian Center, a ministry that exists to raise kingdom influencers. As a church, we emphasize three things. The Word, the integrity of it, and its ability to transform. The Holy Spirit, His power and demonstration of the same. And love. Love for God, for yourself, and for others. You are about to experience God's undiluted Word from God's servant, Pastor Wali Tejumade. Get ready for a transformation the gospel is much more than goodness the gospel is God doing what gifting Jesus I thought you're completely with me the gospel is what God gifting Jesus to the world the gospel is God gifting Jesus to mankind the gospel is Jesus revealed to man glory to God hallelujah if you missed that teaching i'd recommend that you please go on and go watch that service again hallelujah in the book of colossians chapter 124 to 27 that we read let me read from verse number 25 if fact, let me start from 24 actually i now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up in my flesh what is lacking in the afflictions of christ for the sake of his body which is the church next verse Of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you. What do you think he was referencing? The gospel. Okay. Which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Look at 26. The mystery which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now has been revealed to his saints. Verse 27 then says, to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. And this message, this beautiful Lord's Day is titled, The Mystery of the Gospel. The Mystery of the Gospel. Now when you think about the word mystery from the, you know, from the English translation, it means something hidden. It means something concealed. It means something that only specific or particular set of people who have inclinations about. It means something that is not open to everybody. It means something that is only available for certain people, you know, who belong to certain sects or certain environment or certain conditions. But Paul here was speaking, you know, that the mystery of the gospel, verse number 27 now, it says to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery. What is the glory of this mystery he was talking about? he says he says which the glory of this mystery among the gentiles which is Christ in you the hope of glory as a matter of fact if you go further down to verse 28 he then says him we preach glory to Jesus him we preach I taught us last week the difference between preaching the word and teaching the word. Him we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. So what is it about this mystery? My research revealed to me that the mystery that Paul was referencing here is not actually a mystery as much as a mystery. But Paul described it as a mystery simply because the Gentiles, you know, at that point, their eyes were blinded to the reality of Jesus and to the person of Jesus. So Paul described that as a mystery to them. Because it's going to be a mystery to them simply because they've not accepted Jesus. They do not believe in Jesus. So the things that believers know, you know, will be remaining a mystery to them. Glory to God hallelujah if you if you if you connected to biblio which is our book by book review of the bible during last biblio when we reviewed you know the book of john i think that was the last one we reviewed i explained to us what a pharisee who a pharisee is is is, um, a gentile a jew and all of those a gentile in this case and and under translation described them as heathen that's people who do not, who've not in this context, you know, of the word, anyone who's not accepted the gospel of Jesus. Don't forget that in the book of John chapter number four, when Jesus met the woman, you know, by the word, well, Jesus says that salvation is of the Jews. So, going by the things that I taught last week, that the gospel is available to every man, this teaching this morning, would further. I have here just about three points that I think I want to unveil to us. As to the mystery of the gospel, what was the mystery? Mystery in this case, like I said, is what you know, what you are privy to, what is available for you, but it's not available for anyone else who is not in Christ. Number one of the mystery is that there is no longer a difference between greek and jew in other words number one our, our, our mystery is that salvation is now for everyone glory to jesus did you hear me salvation is now for everyone don't forget in john chapter number 4 still the woman at the gate i mean at the at the well you know said to jesus oh no say so we know that you guys don't come around here to pray that you jews you go to a particular temple to go and pray and jesus said to her say no say in that day now is that time where the father is seeking those who would worship him in spirit and in truth so because of the advent of the gospel there ain't no longer jew or greek or greek i mean gentile there is no longer you know um, 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 we are the only one there, simply put no man has you don't have um, 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 a preserved you know to the gospel The, the gospel is no longer an exclusive preserve of any particular set of people in other words salvation now belongs to everyone salvation is now available for everyone meaning that the ones who are not saved right now who've not accepted the lordship of jesus the gospel must also be preached to them that was why in verse number 29 paul then said he says him also we preach and teach that you all may grow in wisdom and come to the knowledge of jesus glory to god so that's the number one gospel give me that verse number 27 please let me bring out something there glory to god it says in twenty-seven, place. It says to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery. Because the gospel is rich in glory. Hallelujah. It is rich, extremely very rich in glory. He says to them God willed to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery. Because when man comes to the knowledge of the richness of the gospel, man will not want to resist it. Now tell me what will come upon me that will cause me to deny my, the, Jesus as my lord and my savior. The riches of the glory of this mystery among the gentiles. Look at the column there. He then explained what then is this mystery? What then is the rich of this I mean the richness of this mystery which is Christ in you the hope of glory. Somebody say hope of glory, Christ in you, the hope of glory. So mystery number one, salvation belongs to every man. Salvation is no longer a preserved, an exclusive of certain set of people. Salvation is no longer just for the white, not just for the black, it for everyone as many who will be willing to call upon the name Jesus, Bible says, they shall be saved. It says, because it is written, Romans chapter number 10, that it is written, that for as many of them that will call upon him, they shall be saved. That was why Paul then went on to say, next week I'm going to be sharing more about that. He said, how then shall they be saved, you know, from about, I mean, by whom they do not know? Glory to God. So this gospel, there is no longer distinction. It was hidden before; it is no longer hidden. Everyone has the right. Everyone has the power. This is the reason why that there is hope for a sinner. This is the reason why there is no one, huh, who is beyond redemption. What you need to do, if you require or desire, it, is to believe in the lordship of the Lord Jesus believe in him as lord and god believe that he died believe that he rose that's all remember the story in the scriptures about the two robbers sandwiched in between jesus you remember them one to the right one to the left bible says while the one one was mocking jesus and says you are the messiah you are the savior of the world so now save yourself and if you can't save us too we are being condemned Bible says the other one cried out, "Save me. Rescue." He said to the other guy, He said, "We have being punished for sins that we know of." He said, "This one is being punished for sins that he did not, because those ones were robbers. And the Bible says, Jesus said to him, "Today you will meet me in paradise." Let me reemphasize this point. I shared this last week, and I believe it is very imperative for me to continue to harp on it. And that is the fact that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And that is the fact that except a man, you know, accepts the lordship of Jesus, lives in conformity of his word and his will, and, you know, aligns his part or a part to the Lord's design, the man cannot make heaven. Let me re-emphasize again the fact that there is truly heaven and there is truly hellfire. Both of them actually, they seem like eternity. You get it? Eternity is endless, okay? But there is a level of eternity that is different from another. So the one who would be dumped, you know, into who died the second death, thrown into the abyss where there will be gnashing of teeth, is different from the one who would begin to rejoice. In a place where there is no longer sun, there is no light. Where there is no day, there is no night. Where there is no morning, only rejoicing. Mystery number two. What are the mysteries of the gospel? What are the mysteries of the gospel? Mystery number two. Christ is in you. I thought somebody would rejoice at that. Come and celebrate Jesus. <clears throat> mystery number two, Christ is in you. In other words, when a man accepts the Lordship of Jesus, the man then chooses to make his abode, his, his body available for the Lord himself to dwell. It's, it's a mystery. It's a mystery of the gospel. It's one of the mysteries of the gospel that Christ in you. Paul speaking says in verse seven says, Christ which is a Christ in you the hope of glory, in other words the reason why there is a hope for glory is actually because of the Christ who dwells in you the reason why you are hopeful, you know that's one of the reasons why for a believer, you know hope is something that cannot be killed the reason why it can be hopeful things are not going the way you want them to go things are not panning out well, the sickness is still in your body the money is not coming the reason why you are hopeful and you are rejoicing is because of the christ which is in you he says christ he says this is it he says christ in you the hope of glory glory to jesus he says which is christ in you the hope of glory hallelujah amen i want us to see very quickly this morning i want us to see john chapter number 14 verse 20 John chapter number 14 verse 20. Because I feel that the reality that Christ is actually in a believer does not even hit a believer. At that moment you will know absolutely that I am in my Father. What moment do you think Jesus was talking about? This moment. At that moment you will know absolutely. Not that you will just know. You will know very convincingly that I am in my Father. And you are in me, and I am in you. What a joy. Hallelujah. I've explained to us in this church how one of the reasons why believers, you know, live life, you know, like some believers live life like defeatists, you know, is simply because they actually haven't come to the full knowledge of the richness of the glory of the gospel of Jesus that is in them. That's Why? That is why. there is no other reason. So if Christ is then in you as a result of your acceptance of His lordship, what then that, does that then mean? It simply means you are now a spirit being. Hallelujah. It, it simply means then that you are not natural. It simply means then that the supernatural is not your, it's is now, is now in you then becomes your experience. It simply means that you are no longer ordinary. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So when you share things like this with someone who's not accepted the lordship of Jesus, they would lack the wisdom or the understanding you know, of the things that you're talking about. This is to remind you yet again that you who have accepted, who has accepted the Lordship of Jesus, you are not ordinary. You are not a natural being anymore. You are a spiritual being. In fact, you are no longer a body. You are no longer a person. You become a spirit. Because Spirit one, the Spirit one, lives inside you. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. In that same book of John, you will know absolutely, you know the words, you will know without a doubt, you know certainly that I am in my Father, and my Father is in me, and you are in me, and I'm also in you. What a joy. This is one of the reasons why for somebody like me, you know, because of my, I'm constantly being reminded, being conscious of the fact that Christ lives in me. Because I know that Christ is in me, huh? according to the scripture, it also affects the way I also carry myself. It affects the, the way I can dress. It affects the kind of things that I can do. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, verse 16, tells you that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Because that is where Christ dwells. How does Christ dwell in your body? He dwells in you by spirit that has been given to you. Glory to Jesus. Say after me, Christ dwells in me. Christ dwells in me. And this I know for a certain, that Christ dwells in me. So if Christ is in you, why do you act like someone who is empty? I'm opening your eyes this morning to seeing the power in the gospel. Paul says, the riches of this glory has been hidden from them. Jesus is not someone a man tastes and wants to, you know, abandon. I taught you last week Sunday that the ones who understand what it means to be saved, understand the power of the gospel and the things that Christ has made available for them. They avoid anything and everything that would jeopardize their relationship with the Lord. Because that intimacy, you don't want to lose it. Glory to Jesus. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Glory to God. Christ is in me. So I'm not ordinary. Christ is in me. I'm not natural. Christ is in me. Even though people see my physical body, I'm a spirit being because Christ is in me. Glory to God one of the reasons why you can say that of the truth that there is no believer who is ever alone at any point in time these are realities i've taught you repeatedly in this church you see the riches of the glory of the lord by way of the teaching and demonstration of the gospel of jesus in this church is the reason why sometimes i get disappointed When I see people not living up or measuring up to the kind of teaching they are exposed to in this ministry. So then, I begin to ask myself, what are you doing? The the, the messages, the words that you've been hearing, have they been producing results in your life? Christ is in me. Come on now. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. I'm not alone. Never alone. So when you lay to bed, he's there with you. You know the beautiful thing about him when you are sleeping? He does not sleep. Because the Bible teaches that he who watches over Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers. Glory to God. He's in you. That's the reason why as a believer you can be walking and you hear him talking to you that's the reason why you can have, you know, you know you can be driving just like, you know the ladies were sharing yesterday, and you can perceive the Lord sharing certain things with you oh Christ is in me, glory to God Christ is in me, Christ is in me, oh Christ is in me Christ is in me, I remember Galatians chapter number 2, 18 to 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ, he says, never the life shall live he says, yet not I but Christ lives in me, glory to God, hallelujah, he says but Christ lives in me, I have been crucified yet not high but christ lives in me hallelujah i am never alone i am never alone because christ lives in me you know what the bible describes christ it says it's the fullness of the godhead hallelujah glory to jesus the fullness of the godhead the fullness of the godhead hallelujah no believer is ever ordinary no believer is ever alone. No believer is ever alone. No believer is ever alone. Oh, what a joy! Oh, what a joy! What a joy! Oh, what a joy. What a joy. what a joy! what a joy! What a joy to know that Christ lives in me. The fullness of the God that dwells in me. Hallelujah! Glory to Jesus! The fullness of the God that dwells in me. Oh, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Oh, Christ is in me. This is the reason why I can rejoice. I can rejoice. When things are not going the way I want them to go, I know that the one who lives in me sees all things and knows all things. Bible says he has me inscribed on the palms of his hands. Hallelujah. Oh, Christ is in me. I can rejoice and I can know for a certain that when things are not going the way I want them to go, the one who is in me, he knows that his name is at stake in my life because I'm being called by. Then glory to Jesus oh Christ is in me this is the hope of my glory this is the hope of glory that I have hallelujah glory to Jesus Christ is in me Christ is in me hallelujah thank you Christ for being in me Christ is in me Christ is in me I'm not ordinary I'm not ordinary. There have been times when things are not going the way I want them to go. I remember, oh Jesus you are in me. Oh the fullness of the God that dwells in me. Oh Christ is in me. I am never alone. Because he's in me I can never be defeated. I can never be defeated. Everywhere I go he goes with me. When I sleep he does not sleep. Because he who watches over Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers. I'm waking he's waking with me. I'm sleeping Is there with me? I'm driving. Is there with me? Everywhere I go is there with me. Glory to Jesus. Christ is in me. What a joy! What a joy to have the fullness of the Godhead dwelling in you. This is the mystery of this glory, which is Christ in you, the glory, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. The Christ is in that is in me, is the reason why I rejoice. I rejoice. I told you last week, Sunday even if jesus does nothing else in your life anymore the fact that you know that there is hope for eternal life there is hope for you that you would rule and reign with him forever brethren. It is just enough oh christ is in me see after me i'm now ordinary i'm never alone christ lives in me see after me the, the fullness of the Godhead dwells in me the fullness of the Godhead dwells in me the fullness of the Godhead dwells in me now let me tell you this truth sometimes you may want to feel his presence but you can't feel it sometimes you want to feel Lord are you around me but you can't even feel it sometimes you are wondering to appear as though you are the only one who is alone as though there is no one around you but you see the spirit cannot be felt the spirit can only be be sensed. come to We say, I can feel the spirit of the Lord. I can you don't you don't feel the spirit, you sense. Paul will say, I perceive by the spirit of the Lord. That's sensing. Okay, that's too deep for you guys. to God, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. And as I begin to bring the service to a close right now, oh, I can I can't even just get over this. You know what a joy that Christ is in me, brother Joshua. You are driving. You are shouting that He's with you. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Glory to Jesus. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Mystery number three. Mystery number three. Mystery number three. Mystery number three. You want to hear that? Mystery number three. Christ is not just in you you are also in christ you are also in christ second corinthians chapter number five verse 21 can you please give that to me please second corinthians chapter number five verse 21 It says, for he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us that we might become the righteousness of god in him see after me kingdom influences christ is not just in me i'm also in christ Christ is not just in me. I'm also in Christ. Meaning that by time, my walls are consistently in him. My walls are consistently before him. Meaning that at no point will he ever think outside of me. Ah, Meaning that at every point, you know, the way I am in him, it is the same way he is in me. The way he is in me, it is the same way I am in him. So the way he is in me, and I think about him, it is the same way the him that is in me also you know thinks about me meaning that Jesus you know part time he's also always very mindful of me he is concerned about my needs he is concerned about the things that concerns me Bible teaches in the book of Hebrew he says we do not have a high priest who is not moved by the feelings of our infirmities he says because at every point as we are being tested at some point he's being tested Bible even tells us in Romans chapter number 8 starting from verse number 26 he says he causes all things you know to work together for the good of those who love him those who are the according to his purpose christ is not just in me i am also in christ i am hidden in him you know what it means to be hidden in christ my daughter it means that for any affliction to hit you it will first have to hit jesus because you are hidden in him hallelujah glory to jesus before any happen to you, it will first have to happen to Jesus before that can then hit you. Simply because in the book of Psalms chapter number 91, Bible says that he will dwells in the he in the presence of the almighty, under the shadow of him, says he shall abide in the tabernacle of the Lord. Bible says he will give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You know what it means to say that you are also in Christ you are secured these are the realities that define the way I live my life if you've chosen could you please raise this temperature up for me a little bit if you've chosen to accept the lordship of Jesus this reality must hit you hallelujah glory to Jesus this reality must hit you this reality must hit you Christ is in me hallelujah Christ is in me. Sister Dami, Christ is in you, and you're also in Christ. You know what that means? You are secured, You Please speak in all the tongues this morning. Just give him praise. Worship him in the spirit, because you are in him, he is in you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I am in you. You are in me. I am in you. You are in me. I am in you. You are in me. Oh, what a glory! 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 Glory to Jesus. Christ is in me. Romans chapter number 8 verse 11. Romans chapter number 8 verse 11. Romans chapter number 8 verse 11. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, Christ is in me. I am in Christ. Oh, Christ is in me. I am in Christ, Christ is in me, I am in Christ, I am hidden in him, I am hidden in him, he is protectful of me, he is so mindful of me, he will not let any evil to befall me, he has prepared a table before me, in the presence of my enemies, he anoints my head with oil, my cup runs over, surely, I say surely, 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 certainly, certainly, absolutely, absolutely, surely Till He returns Occurs me Believers don't understand what we have You know one of the things that has made it so terrible because an average believer is too mindful of what to eat, what to drink, what to lay on. An average believer is too mindful of the mortgage. An average believer is too mindful of the career. An average believer is too mindful of marital life. And the devil knows you're super mindful of them, of those things. You don't know what he does when things are not working the way you want them to work. He then begins to say, after all, where is your God? But you see, Even the devil and his agent themselves, they cannot deny that Christ is in me and I am in Christ. That Christ is in me and I am in Christ. Hallelujah. Ephesians <coughs> chapter number 3, chapter number 2, 7 to 13. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter number 2 7 to 13. I hope somebody's getting blessed. Say after me, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. I am in Christ. You know what I meant? That it, it is a symbiotic relationship. If I had done something for him to choose to be in me, it would have been a different ballgame. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You know, if I did something in terms of works for Him to be in me, ah, huh, it should have been a different ball game. That means that thing which I did that made Him to be in me, I'd have to intensify effort and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. Keep doing it but I did nothing. I did nothing to have him be in me I did nothing, nothing zilch, zero, zero, nothing in that while we were yet seen us, Christ loved us and gave himself up for us you all do understand, sometimes some of you will watch me and say, hey, pastor is too crazy about Jesus, pastor is just always about the father's business whose business will I be about I did nothing nothing to have him live in me the fullness of the Godhead the one who created heaven and earth, the one who calls everything by their names, the one who is able to raise stones to praise Him, the one who opens the mouth of the donkey, Christ is in me. Christ is in me. Give me. Look at Ephesians chapter number two, seven to thirteen. It says that in the ages to come, it might show the exceeding riches of His grace in his kindness toward us, in Christ Jesus. Verse 8 says, for by grace, you have been saved through faith. You see what I was just telling you? It says, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. You did nothing. You know, you applied, you'd have to, you know, you applied to a job to get a job. You have to continue to impress your boss, uh, for you not to be fired. Ah, uh, you have to show up on time. You have to do everything, and your boss, being human, there is a limit to what he can take from you. When you begin to deal to 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 mess up, he is able to fire you. With Jesus, you did nothing. You get it? You did nothing, and even when you now fall even when you now fall even when you now mess up it does not abandon you Bible says in the book of 1 John chapter number 2 from verse number 1 brethren I wrote these things to you so that you may not sin it says let us assume that you now fall into sin do not allow the devil to then keep you bound remember we have an advocate in Christ Jesus The son of God, you did nothing, you did nothing. You did nothing, you did nothing. And you don't have to do anything to have him remain in you. What's the only requirement? Live according to his template. Live in a manner that pleases him. Some of you were in a relationship, were in relationships your supposed boyfriend girlfriend severed the relationship with you because you messed up Jesus won't do that to you till he returns Christ is in me for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves it is the gift of God Gone, please. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. So, that's why I told you last week, Sunday being good will not get you into heaven. Sir Brooklyn? No. I'm very generous. I distribute gifts to the poor. Won't get, God loves those things, but it won't get you into heaven. He says, For we are his workmanship. Did you see that? For we are his workmanship. I need to bring the service to you closer. It says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Look at 11. Therefore, remember, this is where I'm going, kingdom influencers. I can see some of you crying. See, watch this. Look at verse 11. It says, Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, I'd explain who a Gentile is, right? In other words, you were once in the world. You conducted your affairs like someone who had no hope. I hope you all are listening to me. It says, therefore remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, that is, who are are called on circumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hand. Verse 12. That at that time, you were without Christ. At that time, Before you came into Jesus, you were without Christ. Right? It says being alien. Aliens means stranger. It says being alien from the commonwealth of Israel. And strangers from the covenant of promise. But right now, you're no longer an alien to the commonwealth of Israel. You are no longer a stranger to the covenant of promise. Hey! It says... Having no hope and without God in the world. It's been now. Somebody say Ben now. by now. Come on, say ben now. But now in Christ Jesus. Hey! No power of her. It says now in Christ Jesus. You who were once were far off. have been brought near by the blood of Christ. What a joy. Christ is in me. I am in Christ. I'm not ordinary. I may not understand, but he understands. He would not leave me nor forsake me. He knows the thought of my mind. He knows my... Name. He knows my, my every thought. He sees each just a force. He sees let that again. Thank okay, you, Jesus. What a joy. He knows my name. Joy. A joy. What a joy. What a joy. What a joy. He knows my every thought. What a joy. He sees each tear. One whose life is zoe and to us in you. The God kind of life. People don't understand what it means to be saved. Should I tell you the truth? Nothing in this world will matter to you anymore. You don't know the beautiful thing about it. If you find a Bible believing and Bible teaching church as lofty height, and you then choose to stay planted and continue to hear the word, you know what it does? In no time, your life begins to align to God's word. That's the eventual result. This is one of the reasons why we encourage you to serve in church. You know one of the things serving in church does for you? It brings you into God's presence every time. You don't have an excuse not to show up. So if you've received this, and you have this, what about those in the world? Mystery number one, salvation is not for everyone. Can I give us all a charge? The charge is this, in this month, before this month runs to an end, can you minister Jesus, preach the gospel to at least three people, and get minimum of one person into church? Some of you have never preached the gospel before. I've had to take some of my sons and my daughters in the gospel on evangelism. Many of them over there, like Ken, Samuel, they told me themselves that they've never evangelized in their lives before. They began here. Can you, can, you, can you preach Jesus? Preach Jesus to, to people, minimum of three. And this month, this month, and just get at least one person. You know the beautiful thing about this environment? You turn to your left, you see them. You turn to your right, you see them. You look forward, you see those people. You look backward, you see those people. Preaching it to them is not going to cut it until they get planted. Rise up on your feet this morning. He's in me. And I'm in him. I feel too worried, you know that's about the things I see I have my peace. I have my joy. Even when people say to me, boy, you're slow. I've got my peace. I'm not gonna listen to them. I've got my joy. My life, my life. Depend on you, Jesus. My future lies in your hands. I'll my hand in sorrow. Lord, give me peace. Lord, give me Thank you. Lofty Heart, we don't like bringing our services to a close without giving someone an opportunity to have a relationship with the Lord. You're under the sound of my voice watching here, I mean in the auditorium or watching online, you've not accepted the Lordship of Jesus. All eyes closed, all eyes bowed. Please say these prayers after me. Dear Father, I thank you for the gift of your son Jesus. I repent my sins. I declare you as my Lord and my Savior. Make me yours forever. Fill me with your spirit. Saturate my heart with your love be yours forever, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you please celebrate Jesus? We trust God that this ministration blessed your life tremendously. Do share your testimony and experience with us by emailing us at hello at myloftyheightsglobal.org. For more life-transforming messages from our ministry, please visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also stay connected with us across our social media platforms at My Lofty Heights. To give to our ministry, please visit our website. We love you, we honor you, and we celebrate you.